listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 377. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the person who may love his dog more than he loves his wife. John Brownstone. I love you both equally. Equally? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <coughs> this week, we're going to go over some uh, times that BDSM has been in the news recently, this episode is full of opinion and conjecture and speculation. We know nothing for a fact. Just <laughs> putting that out there. Uh, and Lola knows she's loved. She has left from getting head rubs and is gone to lay on her cot. And think about how her daddy loves her best of all. But I'm not bitter. It's fine. Because I love her too. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're w- back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education. And show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC. What is our name there? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Loving BDSM PC. The PC stands for podcast. On Instagram and technically threads at that handle I will forever fucking hate. Loving DS and the number one. So that's at Loving DS one. Or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. Uh, I just want to let you know. As of today, the day this episode comes out, the Kinkery is having one more sale before the end of the year, uh, starting today, December 18th. Uh, If you spend $35 or more, uh, you get free standard shipping on your order with code FREESHIPPING23. Do not worry about memorizing that. I'll have it posted on the website, thekinkery.com. This (laughs) is for US orders only on this one, y'all. We try to do things that are open for everybody, but free shipping, y'all, international shipping is expensive, okay? (laughs) Uh, So if you're ordering Christmas gifts, if you're ordering uh, stuff for your New Year's uh, kinky fuckery, if you're ordering maybe not Hanukkah because it's already started and it'll be done by the 15th, but maybe winter solstice, like now is the time. Mm -hmm. Take advantage of free shipping. Get, uh, get Get some fuckery before the end of the sale, which is December 13th. Okay. Uh, the only thing that the you can get it in time for your holiday that won't be true is anything we make with resin. So resin inlay paddles and canes with resin handles. Those are made to order and there's a four week processing time at this point. So if it's already made and you order within the time of this sale, we should be able to get it to you in time for your holiday. But think of your holiday dates. You will know better than I what your holiday of choice is and, and, <laughs> and when you need it. And, and don't forget, no matter how you ship, whether it's post office or UPS, UPS or, FedEx. or FedEx, they are jam-packed. Things are slowing right down. Now, yeah. So the earlier you can order, the better. So that's why we like to do this sale mm-hmm. from December 8th to December 13th. Any U.S. order, $35 or more. You can get free standard shipping with the code, coupon code free shipping 23. Just go to thekinkery.com slash shop if you want, or just go to thekinkery.com and start looking around. And when you check out, if your order is shipping in the US, free shipping 23 is the code. You'll get the option to get free standard shipping on your order. Link in the show notes. Okay, now. And away really we go. Really, before we get into the topic, <laughs> I would like to say thank you to Beducated for sponsoring us once again. Yes. Okay, we've been talking about Beducated for 
a long time. Mm -hmm. If you've been here for a hot minute, you've heard of Beducated, but this is a great time to think about Beducated for yourself. If you don't know, Beducated is basically an online learning platform, but it's all sex and relationships and kink. Like it's it's not, you know, how to draw a cartoon character. It's how to draw a cartoon character on your partner's clit. I mean, maybe that might be in there um, <laughs> with your tongue. You know what I mean? Like there's that. Um, so right now, Beducated is uh, letting you maybe find a good holiday gift for less and give the gift of pleasure, of mm. better communication, mm. maybe a little bit of extra kink you haven't tried before, mm. whatever, whatever. Uh, when you uh, buy an annual yearly pass and use the code LOVING, you save 40% off. I believe that's like an $80 savings. Like it's, it's not a small amount, mm. it's a decent amount. And the nice thing is you can gift that to like a partner, but you can both, you know, benefit from it. You can gift it to a friend. You're like, oh, we're that kind of friend. It, and I know that we can talk about this stuff. And if I give this to you, that won't be weird. It's a win-win. Yeah, it is a win-win. Um, so I will always say I want their kink side to go deeper, be more, but they are constantly adding classes and the classes that they offer, the educators, the kink ones, this is one that I care about. They're legit kink educators. Like they're not like randos off the fucking street. So you're gonna get legit uh, education if you are not into this into sex and you don't want you don't that's not what you're there for. You can learn about communication. You can learn about parts of kink that aren't necessarily sexual. If you are about the sex, there's all kinds of stuff there. Um, and yeah, so just take a look. Whether you're gonna give yourself the gift of pleasure or somebody you know, make sure you use code LOVING. Use the link in the places, okay? Use code LOVING, save 40%. Educated, it's just, it's the thing. Get educated about sex, pleasure, relationships, kink. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Beducated. <laughs> okay. Ooh, and I do wanna say, one day you get for free, like you can look around and if you're like, uh, no, thank you, then you know about, you're fine. Hmm. But you also get a 14 day money back guarantee. So if you're really dissatisfied in some way, you got time, so yeah. just saying. Code in places, no, link in places, code is loving. We're chaotic today. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, I'm sure Beducated is grateful for that, <laughs> whatever that <laughs> was. Okay, so it's a BDSM right. in the news episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't remember how we did it the first time, but this is how we're doing it this time because this is how my brain's working today. Um, these are different stories that I shared in our weekly newsletter. Um, there's a whole section at the top usually of BDSM in the news. And if I come across something, sometimes it's actual news like these are. And sometimes it's like, here's an article, a mainstream site published, no, go read it. Here's an interview, whatever, whatever, but it's kink related. Um, these are headlines that ended up over the course of, I think November, maybe a little longer, maybe October. No, all November uh, in our newsletter. You can subscribe to our newsletter for free. If you do, you get uh, a BDSM checklist. Um, it's a, we're, we've got people signing up all the time for the newsletter, which is mm -hmm. great. And then I send out a newsletter on Fridays, every Friday, I'm consistent like that. And then people unsubscribe and I'm like, but what did you think we were doing here? I told you I was gonna send you a newsletter. It's also okay if you unsubscribe. Like my feelings aren't hurt. I just always <laughs> find it funny. <laughs> like, yeah. You were fine being on the list until I did the thing I said I was gonna do. Anyway, so for folks who do 
get our newsletter every Friday and you pay attention to that section, some of these will be familiar. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm going to give a synopsis of it, the headline, okay. and then a quick synopsis. Links to the actual articles are in the places. So if you want to read the full thing and maybe get greater context or greater details that I might not give here, you can do that. And then we're going to just give our opinion or talk about the things that stood out to us or ask random questions that are unanswerable because we don't know any of the people involved, but we're just going to talk about them because sometimes kink ends up in the news, sometimes for great reasons, sometimes not, sometimes for funny reasons. May the odds be forever in our favor. Okay. The first one, I'm going to put a content warning on this just because we mm -hmm. are going to mention, uh, assault like briefly um i don't think we're gonna get into details because the story didn't necessarily get into details okay. but if you're like mm, nope i would say give us 10 minutes uh if you are looking at the the screen on youtube i'll like wave when you can come back okay so mute us do whatever mm. you gotta do fast forward if it's like the podcast whatever if you want to nope out of this one i don't i don't blame you so the headline <laughs> is 68% of women have had a non-consensual experience while trying BDSM. Uh, the article was uh, published, when I saw it, it was the UK Yahoo News site on November 1st. I believe it was originally published over in Cosmo, Cosmopolitan online version. I don't know if they printed it in their magazine. Does Cosmo still do printed magazines? I don't know. So, let me give you the rundown based on the article. So the research that showed 68% of women have gone through this uh, was carried out by Kinked, a dating app for BDSM and kink enthusiasts. And that showed that 68% of female respondents claimed to have had a non-consensual kinky experience with people they'd met online who claimed to be into BDSM. I wish I could be shocked by that. Yeah. Um, of more than 3,000 women who use online dating apps, I guess that's the amount that were surveyed, more than half said they experienced a violent or degrading act that hadn't been agreed upon with prior consent. And then according to another site, Bed Bible, uh, ownership of BDSM equipment, such as rope and whips has increased with 23% having used some, them, some form of it in 2023 compared to only 14%. I think that was to show that there's been an increase, increase yeah. in curiosity or play or experience in some form. And, of and that BDSM. I'm not surprised by. No, me neither. Okay. No. Because there, you know, especially since Fifty Shades, Oh, yeah, 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 okay. for sure. Which really brought BDSM into the limelight, so mm -hmm. to speak. There there have been other movies and, and even um, some streaming shows, mm -hmm. you know, that deal with BDSM. Mm -hmm. So it's not shocking that more people More people are, are trying it. More trying, people are buying yeah. things. Mm -hmm. More people are experimenting. None of that shocks me. Um, I kind of wish I could like take them all by the hand and go, okay, but there's there's some rules that need to apply here. Exactly. <laughs> and communication and consent are the top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah. And and unfortunately, I'm, I'm not surprised by the other percentage. You know, with with sixty-eight percent. Yeah. Uh, the new, the added nuance, because that's not what the headline said, which is why you can't just go by headlines. All you gotta right. read the article. Of the sixty-eight percent had had a non-consensual kinky experience with somebody they met online that claimed to be into BDSM, mm -hmm. which means either they just said they were into BDSM, they did it like a net to see who they could attract, right? Or they think they're into BDSM and what they're into is abuse because right. non-consensual BDSM is abuse. 
Sorry, that's what that is. Not consensual anything is, but you know what I mean? Like, like what are we doing here? But I know people are going to do it and I can't stop them. And even though that makes me annoyed, like, don't, don't wrap yourself in the trappings of kink and then do all of the wrong things. Like non-consensually mm-hmm. doing anything to a partner. Right. Um, I mean, I, I wish that you we know, could do that. And, and, and all, I, I, I say that I'm not shocked by that number. No. Uh, and part of that is because I have actually run across a number uh, of women on social media, you know, talking about things oh, like this. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's when, you know, just in my bubble alone of people that I that I follow mm-hmm. and I, I see this recurring theme, that tells you something. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's, there's lots of things going on here because it's a nuanced thing. Mm-hmm. The things that I commonly see are um, either... Somebody is hooking up with a kinkster or somebody that they think is a kinkster. And Mm -hmm. they've said, I want to do this thing. And then they start doing that thing. And then the person throws something else in there that wasn't discussed, negotiated, or maybe was said, I don't want to do that. And they either pressure the person or they just outright fucking do it. Mm -hmm. And the, the person who like thought they had negotiated a thing they were going to do is thrown completely off because you've just added something in that they didn't consent to. Right. Regardless of you know, how they end up feeling about it. It's more like, but we didn't talk about this. The One of the other things that I see is actually not with kinksters necessarily. It's actually with non-kinksters of thinking that things that many kinky people would go, that's, that's very serious and dangerous. And what are you doing? And just like doing it like it's nothing. Breath play being mm-hmm. a big one, right? Like, yeah. why are you choking people without having a conversation? And also, why why don't you consider yourself yeah. kinky? I'm just and and just and another thought that comes to me on on this is, you know, you're on a dating site, mm-hmm. all right, and and dating sites can be a nightmare. Oh my god, I'm so glad I don't have right? to deal with that. It, it, <laughs> I'm it, so it, glad. It, it is a quagmire to navigate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and and vetting people in in the BDSM lifestyle is is a must. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why you you attend munches. That's why you attend workshops. You know, you you talk to people. You you see. You know, you know for 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 all the misgivings of fat life. You know, you can go there. You you can see what groups they're involved in. What right. you know what communities they they are involved in on a dating site you have nothing but you you don't have any of that other than their word right and to be clear on fat life somebody can fake their profile and make themselves look great they can actually think that they're active members of certain groups as well and still be shitty people yeah but the thing is with with that on fat with seeing this you have the opportunity to say, oh, they're a member of this community. Who are the community leaders? Let me reach out to them and, and find the out. Thing. Here's the thing. I agree with you. We've given that advice. But I want to mm-hmm. be realistic about the people who do that. Because let's be real. The people who are willing to do that are either people who just do that for everything. That's just mm-hmm. their way of navigating life. Yeah. Or people who have been in kink long enough to have gained both the knowledge and the confidence to do that. There are some people who who walk who rock up to kink and go, yeah, I already have, I'll do it. It's fine. I want to be super safe. But most people won't. Right. I mean, I think that 
just taking a look at somebody online beyond their dating profile in fat life, their hidden Instagram that you somehow manage to find. I don't know how you do it. I'm not that good, but you mm-hmm. do it and you figure out who they really are. I think that's an important step, doing yeah. your research on somebody to the best that you can. And yes, I highly recommend actually vetting somebody. If you can see that they say they're part of this group, reaching out in a DM and going, hey, to the community leader, hey, do you know this person? Can you tell me anything? I do recommend that. I think that's, yes, please do that. But I also wanna be realistic. A lot of people aren't gonna do that. They might not take somebody at their word. I think too many people will take yeah. them at their word and then they will they will be. But it's, it's something that people should be doing. It's important yes. for them to do. Because know, let's but- face it, you get into the, you go into the wrong, Per, get in with the wrong person, that's your life. I understand and I agree with you completely. But there's a difference between what we know people ought to do and then dealing with the reality of what people mm-hmm. do. And so I, I think that yes, everything you've stated is a very good thing to do. Please do it. I would encourage you, even if you're scared, I promise you, if you DM somebody on FetLife who claims to be a community leader and you ask, hey, do you know this person? What can you tell me? the good responsible ones will do their best to, to give you as honest an answer right. as they can, okay? Yes, please do it. But also, the thing we go back to, you and I have gone back to many times over the years, is to not just listen to somebody's fucking words, because anybody can say anything, but to pay attention to their actions. Actions, and, yes. And if anything gives you that, like, mm, is something off here? You don't have to justify it to yourself 10 ways uh, up and down mm-hmm. to be able to be air quote allowed to go, yeah, I'm gonna nope out of this. Yeah. You know, if something feels off, slow down, stop. Trust your gut instincts. Right. And that, Trust your gut instincts. And that is a, a skill that not everybody has. True. But sometimes you you gain the skill by just practicing it and you go, something yeah. doesn't feel right, I'm gonna slow down. The person who's most likely to be legit is gonna respect the slowdown. Um, the, I mean, there's no perfect way to avoid all abusers. I, God knows I wish there was. Um, but yeah, I, my thing is pay attention to their actions way more than their words, way more than their profile. Their profile is a good starting mm-hmm. point. Um, you know, if this is when you start doing your internet cyber investigation, not quite stalking, cause we don't want to do anything illegal, but you know, mm-hmm. where you track them down yeah. and you're like, wait, I found your hidden blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah use that information, Um, but it's still not surprising to me. And it's not surprising to me because it is very easy for somebody to say, we will do this thing and then decide that they're just gonna do what the fuck they want and add an element of something that's non-consensual and somebody didn't want, which then potentially ruins the experience of kink for that poor person who maybe they are super kinky. Maybe this could be the best thing that ever happened to them, but they thought they were doing everything right. They negotiated a, kinky mm-hmm. sex or a scene or a whatever. And yeah. this motherfucker throws in something that they did not consent to. And right. now they get to walk away going, is this what kink is? Yeah. For 68% of women, maybe fucking so. Yeah. And that's yeah. part of the heartbreak. There's lots of heartbreaking things on mm-hmm. this kind of thing, but that's part of the heartbreak to me. Sure. Is because you had the very bad luck to run in to that motherfucker, whoever that mm-hmm. motherfucker might be. Now, you know, yeah. you ha- you have a very understandable but jaded view of what kink can be. Yeah. And I just, I don't like it is what I'm saying. Um, so, 
Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Anything else you'd like to add about this one? I didn't. No. I mean, I did. I, am I the one who planned this and put all these together and understood what I was like ordering them? Yes. Did I really mean to have us go in hot? <laughs> Not really, not really, <laughs> but here we are. Now I'm gonna wave at the camera for anybody who had muted us, yeah. which will be different from my uh, random hand waving I do because I speak with my hands. I'm waving for anybody who's muted us. Okay, <laughs> the next one does have a content warning as well, but it's a different content warning. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. Okay, and this next one is heavy too. And then I think I end on a sort of light one, so we'll go okay. with that. Okay, this next one, uh, the content warning is for mentions of violence, not anything like super, let me double check myself. A l there's a couple of details, but we don't go into the weeds on it. But if you're like, mm, nope, and it's about murder. So mm, if you need to mute this one or fast forward for podcast listeners. Uh, yeah, and I will put timestamps in as well after the stream. So YouTube folks mm -hmm. can navigate this better. But yeah, this one has content warning for mentions of violence. The headline. Murder of BDSM queen ensnared the famous and powerful. Now, this article was originally published in the Toronto Sun on November 14th, and the crime actually occurred in 1997. So we're like in a true crime, unsolved mystery kind of situation, okay? So this is nothing recent, but yes, it absolutely affects real people. <laughs> um, and so this is stuff I definitely didn't know. In 97, I was 18. So this would never have crossed my radar. Mm -hmm. So um, the air quote BDSM queen uh, is named was named Nadia Frey. She was a pro dom known as Mistress Hilda Pierce. Um, she worked in New York. She was originally from France. Um, mm emigrated to the US at some point um, and was doing her thing in New York, in Manhattan. Okay. So the details of the crime, uh, on Saturday, July 26, 1997, she was discovered in her seventh floor, they, the article called it a lair, ugh, <sighs> on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. And they consistently called her a dominatrix. So, okay, the dominatrix had been shot twice in the chest, once in the neck, and for good measure, she had been shot in the head. Oh I know, I know. Wow. Um, this is sad. She was discovered by her daughter, who was also a pro-dom. Mm. Um, so apparently her apartment was her dungeon. It's where she met customers and clients, mm -hmm. um, painted black and gold. She had bars and things. She had her toys. She had her gear. Like, apparently when you walked in, y you knew you were there for kink is kind of how the article described it. Um, she even, like in her possession, had pictures of clients, um, usually in some kink positions. Now this is 97 digital cameras kind of, sort of were becoming a thing, but they were not like they became. It was the late 90s. Mm -hmm. So most of the time you, and if she'd been in business for a while, she right. it was probably like Polaroids or developed pictures. And mm -hmm. I would have loved to have been that well, uh, no, well, photography late, place. Late 90s. Um, but she wasn't new. She'd been doing this for a hot minute. True, so true, any true. pictures yeah. would not have just maybe been printed or something. Correct. Right. Um, so she did cater to the wealthy. Um, mm -hmm. She had politicians. She just had wealthy people in New York on her clientele yeah. list. Um, and she had a clientele address book because I don't know what people do now. I don't know anything about being a pro-dom and would not even try to insert myself in that conversation. But I'm not surprised. 
that all those years ago, it was a physical write it down right. book, obviously. That's what they, you know, they use. The little black book. You right. Know, the, yeah. So apparently a page from her address book had been ripped out. Mm. So it was figured by the investigators or whatever that the killer was probably a client in those missing pages. Yeah. Um, now, they, the article from the Toronto Sun clearly pulled from like old articles or whatever. Um, but um, one of her clients that anonymously, I guess, went on the record, said that um, over time she became a lot more lax about security, um, just letting anyone into her apartment. Um, And the supposition from people who knew her was that it was due to a cocaine relapse that she was Mm. suffering with. Um, One of the potential suspects was a sportscaster named Marv Albert. That's not a name I know, but Mm -hmm. I don't do sport ball. Um, Who, uh, it was so well known, I guess, in the late 90s, got interviewed by Barbara Walters. Wow. And if you don't know that name, you're younger than I thought. (laughs) I think most of us know that name. he in in the interview, she apparently asked him about this. He denied that he was into kink, but his girlfriend said that she met Nadia, the woman who was murdered, yeah. uh, while he was trying to plan a threesome for the for the three of them to engage in. Wow. So, hmm. um, the murder is still unsolved even all these years later. Um, according to the article, the uh, her Nadia's daughter. Um, does not live in New York. She moved several states away. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea. I was not going to even try and track it down. None of my damn business. Is yeah. she still pro-dom? I don't know. None of my fucking business. Um, the heartbreak of finding anybody, but certainly your own mother. Mother, yeah. <sighs> yeah. That, that's got to be tough. Yeah. That has that got to be That would fuck me tough. up for the rest of my yeah. life. Um, So, yeah, this is an unsolved case. Mm -hmm. Um, The article I read, I did get the impression that they pulled from previous like reportings, but also um, that, um, what am I trying to say? That the people writing it were just sensationalizing things. Her apartment was her lair. Mm, They... um, you know, heavy use of the term dominatrix, which is a term that's used. I believe it's slightly mm-hmm. outdated. The, the term I see most often is pro-dom. I could also understand why somebody might not use the term pro-dom because that sort of clearly implies that this is uh, work and yeah, most most publications would not mm-hmm. want to talk about that. Um, and as somebody, as Andre pointed out, yes, planning a threesome does not mean you're into kink, but it does mean that he knew her. Right. So, and that was another thing I think he denied was even knowing her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, the, the story itself was heartbreaking to me, um, especially the more they kind of talked about how she stopped following her own security measures. Mm-hmm. One of the quotes in the article, I think was like, if you called her to say you wanted to see her, she'd just let you up like into her apartment. Like whatever her protocols had been prior to a certain point, mm-hmm. she just stopped. And um, a- I mean, that that could be possibly, and I'm, you know, just guessing on something like this at, at this point, you know, um, she may have been, she had a specific clientele mm-hmm. And she became comfortable yeah. with yeah, that yeah. clientele. Yeah, and I, it's hard, you know, it's hard to know because I, I recognize I'm reading a sensationalist story. So mm. they're going to point out, like, in the most 
just a kind of way all of the the dirty little secrets. So you yeah. have you know I'm reading it kind of going how much of this is accurate, how much of this right. is conjecture, how much of it was yeah the yeah her clientele were the rich and powerful, but and I'm not a conspiracy theory kind of person, but I am a I believe that people can be shit at their jobs. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, did the police actually care enough to dig that deep? Because I think in the article it even said, like, um, people in the police force, like high up in the police force were also lawyers. Like all kinds of people were in her, you know, Mm -hmm. her book. Um, And so it's like, well, we're, you know, I think I believe, I chose to think maybe the, the drug addiction relapse was, um, accurate. I have to go back to the article. I think there were a couple of people who got quoted. So, I went, okay, maybe that's okay. true. Um, but yeah, by yeah. it was like 90, um, the headlines, they showed a picture in the story. If you click the link, you'll see it of what, like the headline of the front page or whatever of a, an outlet. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was pure sensationalism. And apparently by like 98 story had disappeared. Like there, if anything was happening with it, nothing it, yeah. was being publicized. Um, but yeah, I think the thing that struck me, sad story, but also just the way everything was described in the telling of it for the, for the outlet that did the article, it was like, why do I feel slimy and dirty after having read your words about this? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I don't think you should be allowed to talk about kinky things because I don't think I don't think you're doing it quite right. Um, I don't have a lot to say about no. it other than just to share that that is definitely a thing that happened and is very sad and it yeah. is unsolved. And um, you know, there's there's no way to know for sure what, what actually what happened. really happened. I, I mean, all these years and it's that it's still yeah. a cold case. Yeah, I find it fascinating in a way that has nothing to do with the the case itself. That mother and daughter were in the same career. I know mm-hmm. that that happens. Like we've yeah. talked about people that you know and we know where you know parent and child are both kinky and like mm-hmm. once the child is a legal adult, the parent like introduces them to the lifestyle and yeah. stuff. But you know, and I don't doubt for for even an instant that there are absolutely parent child you know parents and children as adults who are doing the same career whether that's sex work or something else obviously um but like that was a little detail like i don't know what the purpose of the detail was to share but i was like that is so cool i was like that's the story movie tv show whatever I want to consume. I want to know about mm-hmm. the mother daughter dynamic of yeah. being in New York together and both being pro doms and what, give me that Netflix yeah. show, please. Yeah. And thank you. That's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. What was that like? What was that like? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, I'd have to go back. I think she was um, an older woman, like, you know, her daughter was legal adult to do it too. So she was sure. an older woman part. Apparently, if I remember the article correctly, like part of her selling point was she was like European and like some, there was, Oh, I, now I want to find it. I'm not going to do that in the middle of the stream, but there's a little line in there about something about not her exoticness air quote that. Cause that can be a loaded term mm-hmm. when we talk about people from other cultures or other yeah. races and French is not another race. You know what I mean? But it's like, I don't like to use that word makes me feel yucky. I don't want to call anybody exotic. Um, But there was something that was like, she, I think as a marketing thing, used the fact that maybe it was just, she was European, but like that was a selling point. You were going to get a different kind of Dom because she was, she was French. 
Um, and again, that's the story I want to read. Tell me about her life in that work. It might have a tragic ending. I yeah, get that. Yeah. But tell me about her fucking life and what she did for work and how she marketed herself. And yeah, I mean, let's have some conjecture about her clients. And hey, somebody got the the book minus the missing pages. Tell mm-hmm. me about the clients, right? Like that. that's the Netflix show I want to watch. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be endlessly fascinating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. For any body who avoided this one i'm you're gonna i'm gonna wave at the camera and there's gonna be timestamps and i'm this is me going okay we're moving on to the next one <laughs> uh which is <coughs> maddening but i don't i don't think it's one anybody would want to avoid it's also <laughs> okay so the headline was Rhodes College cancels a BDSM 101 event scheduled by the campus chaplain. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay, I knew <laughs> the first time I read the headline, I went, who who scheduled what now? Yeah. Let's get into it. And there's not much for me to get into, and I'll tell you why about that too. So the article was published, the article I found was published November 17th on a news station website, ABC 15 News WPDE. I can't remember where Rhodes College is out of Tennessee. Is it North Carolina? Somebody who knows about Rhodes College, um, you can chime in. Uh, The campus chaplain is Beatrix Whale, Weil, Weil, I don't know how to say her last name, W-E-I-L. She's the one that planned the event. Uh, The schools uh, noticed like their official statement on why it was canceled is because scheduling the event didn't go through proper channels, okay? Um, the BDSM 101 event would have allowed attendees to, they would learn about some basics of BDSM, consent, safe words, um, safety practices, blah, blah, blah. It also would have allowed them to anonymously ask questions to the article quotes as a dominatrix, but then defines just dominance. Does it talk about professional? So I don't know if the article misused the term dominatrix or mis- uh, defined the term they used. I don't know which, but basically a dominant was going to be there and mm-hmm. would would answer their anonymous questions for them. Um, and here's the thing is why I included just this story and I included it here because the way I learned about this even happening was, so I get Google alerts for certain like terms and that's how I can find news stories to put into the newsletter. Ta-da! Uh, inside baseball. Um, and I'm seeing these headlines in my Google, uh, my email, and it's all like clearly right wing, f- like super, super, super conservative outlets. And the headlines and the synopses are like total pearl clutching. Like, oh my God, the youth <laughs> of today are going to be forced to do BDSM or some bullshit <sighs> like that, right? Yeah. And I went, well, something's happening here, but I'm not gonna use them as a source. So I mm-hmm. had to go do a search. And I finally found what felt like the least biased of anything. It was a a news outlet that's like, you know, your local news station. And the the article was, wasn't fully neutral because the only quote they got from a student was somebody who was against the event occurring at all. But apparently the event had been up just long enough that there had been people who weren't going to attend. So Mm -hmm. clearly there were people who were in support of the event. But right. also you understand why they wouldn't want to be quoted because then they're attached to kink and mm-hmm. that, can, that can be a thing, right? That right. can be a negative thing. Um, when I went back to prep for this episode, 
episode to talk to get more details to see if there were more details the only things i could find in quick google searches like first couple pages of google was all super conservative pearl clutchy things and then one opinion piece that was in support of the idea of it i didn't know that person from a hole in the ground so i was like i don't know if they're credible but it's Mm -hmm. nice to see a supportive article and then an article actually on perez hilton's website supportive of the event and pointing out that the only reason this became a thing was because um, far right people got a hold of the story, blew it up out of proportion, made it a huge deal. And apparently it kind of went up the pipeline of like small sites that not a a lot of people know about to larger, larger. I don't know Mm. if it made it all the way to Fox news. I didn't go look at that. and so it just kept being blown out of proportion. Yeah. And you know anybody who thinks all of us kinky people are degenerates who should not be allowed to like walk around freely, we're just mm-hmm. oh my god, what is happening? Yeah. Um, and I, you know, salacious detail. That's not something that you would think a chaplain would organize. Right. But also, and this was a detail in one of the super biased articles that apparently was supposed to like make us mad at her. Oh well, this chaplain on their like. Instagram page clearly um, supports LGBTQ plus people. And I was like, that's not an indictment. That's yeah. very encouraging. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so yeah. much to yeah. this person who mm-hmm. hopefully still has their job. I couldn't. Right? It, the, the noise about that I could find online when I tried to do a search was so biased that I was like, I don't even know what's real or not. Yeah. Um, to my knowledge, the chaplain has not made any public statements. Um, mm. The college, that was kind of their end of, okay, we're canceling it because it wasn't scheduled properly. Um, so, you know, the, the, the one thing that's been running through my mind uh-huh. all this time is, so you're claiming it wasn't scheduled properly. If it was scheduled properly, you would have allowed it. Would you? Would you have allowed it? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, um, I I think it it's it's marvelous that somebody wanted to um, put something like this together. Yes. You know, especially yes. at a college level. Um, you know, this this kind of goes into the whole thing of. You know, let's face it, in 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 grade school years, um, kids don't get any kind of sex education. No. Okay? And, you know, the, the BDSM aspect of it falls into the same thing. Right. Okay? You know, one, it's not age appropriate. Right, for, right. For, for, for a college campus, it's perfect. But, yeah. College, can, college campus is perfect. And, and by that point... Doing a one-on-one, mm-hmm. amazing. Right, because there's okay. so many general things you can learn, even if you're not kinky, mm-hmm. that can benefit all of your physical, sexual, whatever relationships going forward. Right. Yeah. You know, and to be honest, you know, you look online, yes, there are there's a myriad of, of resources out there anymore, you know, our podcast, Pink King, you know, all of them, geeks, geeks freaks, and kinks. Right. You know, there, there's so many of them that give good information. Information, right? And yet, on the downside, there's plenty that does not give good I mean, yes, information, just like anything else. Does exist. Yeah, okay, yeah. so for them to, 
you know, put something like this on, mm-hmm. you know, to to give people a base understanding of, of what this is and how it operates and how it should operate. and how it should operate. Mm-hmm. You know, fantastic. Um, you know, Rara brought up in, in the chat and I, I agree completely with the line of thing. I was thinking the same thing. You know, non kinky people. <laughs> Could yes, benefit absolutely. from from this because there there is a lot of of what is done in the BDSM world that could work in in vanilla in you know non kink. And here's the thing: let's be real. If more people, as adults, okay, college level mm-hmm. and up, got access to just in general decent basic BDSM information and how things are supposed to operate within that, maybe. It wouldn't be 68% of women report non-consensual activity mm-hmm. after they've negotiated something. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, because you can't, you can't prevent what somebody else is going to do. They're going to do what they're going to do. Right. But maybe if somebody is better informed, then they might be able to go, you're giving me a funny feeling. No, thank you. Or right. mm, I don't, you're just saying, you think you're saying the right words, but you're not. And they could have a better chance of steering clear of the people who would do something like that. Right. Like, <sighs> and what drives me crazy is the only thing I can find about it is the inflammatory. Mm. How dare this yeah. person corrupt today's youth bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, the college campus is no place for BDSM really, because I promise you college students are getting freaky in dorm rooms. Okay. There, and and I, 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 I would, I would are. almost guarantee you there is a lot worse things going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I was, in, in one hand, shocked, but not. But then after I thought about it, um, you know, when when we were at college and we were walking to an event, and there was some construction going on there, and and along the the fence that where they had it fenced off, there were numerous signs. If any type of sexual inappropriate sexual communication or or assault occurs on these sites on this site from any body working here report it mm-hmm. you know and and there were numerous signs all along this event you know they wouldn't be posting something like that no un- unless there was a need to right. do it which is <laughs> freaking sad the fact that but you know what it, it just goes to show how bad things are that i'm more impressed that they posted the signs at all yeah yeah um, so you know that that tells you something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this story reminded me and i don't have any links and i don't have any details so i'm not i can't i'm not going to be accurate in my, my memory i'm sure mm-hmm. but this story about the college uh have potentially having a bdsm 101 seminar or whatever like it was just like Mm -hmm. an evening it wasn't even like a you know 101 level class although there are some colleges i've seen those headlines where people are like putting together classes that i always read them as kind of like a college kids sex ed class and they've got kink in it and and those are fascinating to me if you ever get to take a course like that please Mm -hmm. tell me all about it i would like to know (laughs) but what this story puts me in mind the reaction that i saw online puts me in mind of our headlines i saw not that long ago where and i can't remember if it was the uk or the us it might have been both where uh people who were trying to ban all the things that they don't personally agree with um were trying to convince people and like seriously saying 
apparently with a straight face that um elementary in in elementary up to like high school age that people were seriously trying to teach kids about bdsm i was like well no that's not how any of that works right. first of all Anybody in a at a school age level who would be qualified to teach about BDSM <clears throat> would never admit they knew about BDSM because that's the quickest way to lose your fucking job and your pension and your benefits. And every school employee we've ever come across who's kinky is like, I have no name. I have no face. You don't know me. Yeah. I have to be the most anonymous person ever. Mm-hmm. So it's laughable that you would think a school employee would be trying to... I think the word they, the inflammatory word they used was indoctrinate yeah. kids into kink. They, they like throwing that word around right now. So, yeah. <laughs> Fucking getting me. Yeah. Um, and so this just feels like, you know, another part of that. And mm-hmm. this, this stage, you know, the, I think this, the college had to use that bullshit excuse because I think it would have been, for some people, a harder argument to go, this adult person cannot tell other legal adults about this adult thing. They could absolutely say not on our campus. I mean, mm-hmm. you get to say that kind of stuff. Right. But, you know, it's almost like they had to find a bullshit reason to, to say why it's scheduled because there's something happening that they don't want to say, we find this inappropriate and we won't allow yeah. it. Because that, I mean, I would have disagreed with that, but that would have been the easiest one. We're not allowing that on our campus. I'd say, I think you're missing a fucking opportunity. Mm -hmm. Please reconsider. But that's not what they went with. They went with a technicality because they something about it, the college didn't want to say, we don't want this here. I mean, the the thing that that you know goes with me with with this, you know, it's it's funny. Um, I I doubt very seriously like you say that any teacher is going to be promoting uh bdsm no at, at no a, school at staff a, right at any level is um, gonna that. because especially if a teacher or or someone in that is in the lifestyle that's my point they, they understand you know these right. are kids they're not they can't consent right they're okay? gonna ideally understand that they're also not gonna want their name attached to it mm-hmm. holy fucking shit exactly now when you're up at a at a college level it's different it, these are adults the, these are legal adults at We're that point supposed to treat them that way right so they at that point mm-hmm. have the ability to say hey i'm kind of interested in this or you know no right. that's not for me right <laughs> right and you know it it would be more surprising to me had the seminar or the lecture or what the event been allowed to go forward once there was out faux outrage but mm-hmm. outrage about it um because i just can't imagine i'm sure it exists i just can't imagine um a college or or hardly any institution feeling outside pressure and not caving to that outside pressure because BDSM is seen as taboo and deviant and we're all monsters yeah. who shouldn't be allowed to see the light of day. Like, yeah, 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 we know, we know. Uh, we're having more fun than everybody else, so fuck you. But, um, you know, I I just, the story itself was, the fact that it was a, it became a story was the interesting part to me because it only became a story because people got outraged 
tr truly they got outraged or it was just to generate clicks and views and have something to fucking talk about. And then that is, as of right now, if you Google the elements of this story, that's the most of what you're you're gonna see. Yeah, that you're gonna you're gonna see people, you know, talking about how deviant it all is and how dare this chaplain be allowed to what talk to legal adults about a legal adult thing. But I still like I still give a little side eye. The college could have so easily gone. This is not something we find appropriate for our campus. Right. And no, I don't. Again, I would have disagreed and wished it would have been different and mm -hmm. gone. Wait, you totally could. But nobody would have given side eye to that. But they went with the technicality. Yeah. Like, it's almost like they didn't care that it was going to happen. Mm -hmm. They cared that they were in the new, the right wing news cycle for it. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I find that, I find that very interesting. And if anybody ever comes across like a legit good source that maybe has the, the chaplain's perspective or any information, like, Feel free to share because mm -hmm. I'm I'm be curious, yeah. Frustrated and fascinated mm -hmm. by this. Okay, the last one. There's not a lot to say about it. Okay, but I got a giggle. Okay, okay. This is the headline: Two men, one wearing BDSM mask, okay, taken what? down by Michigan State Police, arrested for firing shots, hitting a house. So the article okay. that I found was published on November 28th on the WWJ News Radio 950 webpage. Um, on November 21st, police were called out to a home in Northern Michigan due to gunshots being heard. A trooper arrived, heard gunshots, retreated to a safe distance before announcing for whoever that was to drop the weapon and come out with their hands up. 15 minutes later, two men came out cursing and yelling, and one was wearing a, quote, BDSM-style face mask. Uh, <laughs> they were belligerent with officers. They had to, like, be taken down and uh, arrested. I don't know if they're out on bail or bond, but I know bond was set for both of them. Mm -hmm. I don't, I think there might've been details about what was happening, if they had even figured that part out. Yeah, they were going to court, like, but I didn't, this, none of that was, I wanna know what was the mask. Right, that's, yeah, yeah. What, what is, was the what mask? What is it they're considering it a BDSM mask? Right, like what makes it kinky? Yeah. I mean, it clearly wasn't yeah. a blindfold or somebody would have been like batting around and not, mm -hmm. so was it, um, was it the, the leather like puppy? mask thing that i've seen was yeah. it a hood like what the or fuck was it a lot of people use the uh the, the gas masks too yeah, yeah, yeah. but see mm -hmm. and you would think okay well they'll go that's a gas mask but no bdsm mm -hmm. style face mask yeah, yeah. and and, uh, and then i've got questions or latex there you go latex and then i have questions like was this a kink scene gone wrong was the guy or somebody in the house that they were at kinky and they were like i have to hide my identity this will work mm -hmm. like i have questions yeah yeah I, and i i think i did a quick look and i don't think i found anything that said that showed anything about what the mask looked like yeah if somebody has heard this story maybe you're in northern mm -hmm. michigan mm -hmm. <laughs> this is a local story for you yeah and you have the details <laughs> i need to know what the mask was right right <laughs> i mean you know thinking this is the from what I'm reading, getting from what you, from the story, mm -hmm. you know, these two guys went somewhere and were shooting at a house. Did they have, they have a beef with somebody? Did this guy want to remain anonymous? So he grabbed the first mask he had and it turned and out to be. Whose mask was it? Yeah. You know. That, I just, I, I want to know. I want to know why 
that mask. Yeah. What that mask? Mm-hmm. How that mask? Like I just yeah. And and in the article I found there were no pictures. There was nothing to show. Here's the mask. I guess because it's evidence or whatever. But it's mm-hmm. like you gave me this salacious detail, but then gave me no nothing, more. Nothing to go. To yeah. Go. <sighs> I know it's such a dissatisfying. Left you hanging. It did. It yeah. did. I, I got edged by a new story. <laughs> and then we had denial at the end. And I'm like, I don't even, I personally don't have enough experience with masks to think of all the different variations. Mm-hmm. But anybody in kink who has played with masks can can probably think of, and we'll all be thinking of something different. Yeah. <laughs> and then we can all still be wrong. Right. I mean, <laughs> you know. Pet play, there's so many different kinds of masks now. So many. You know, it used to be, in the early days, it was mostly pony play. Yeah, You yep. know, for the pony mask, but now you got the pup play, you got, you know, cat play, and, you know, right? rabbit, and, and all this. Like, whatever your imagination can come right. up with, somebody's probably right. made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there, there's all those kinds of masks. Then, you know, there's people with latex masks, and... <laughs> You know, yeah, so many, so many different things that it that could possibly be, and and we've been denied, we've been edged, mind fucked, and denied. Whoever is reporting on this yeah. is clearly yeah, a sadist. Yeah, yeah. So it's kinky all the way through, quite frankly. <laughs> like, if I recall, I don't. Maybe the news story I read from gave a few details of what the fuck was going on, like crime-wise. Yeah. I, I don't, mean, did not retain any of that. I just want to know about the. Mask. I mean, what they they live in Michigan? They didn't have a ski mask candy, right? Nobody. <laughs> one would hope. One would hope nobody would mistake a ski mask for a BDSM style face mask. Right. And see, then my little <sighs> contrarian brain goes, oh, face mask, were we doing, was it, is it the kind you do with, when you're doing your skincare? And is there a BDSM style that I would like one? <laughs> right, 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 right. <sighs> like, I, I know, we, we got left hanging, but it, I was yeah. so delightful. I almost didn't share it because I was like, oh, this story is nothing about BDSM. But then I put it in the newsletter and I believe my little editor's note that I, tend to put under each one of these was like mm-hmm. i just want to know what the mask was <laughs> what's the mask <laughs> hey rose brought up and it, it could be goth or a steampunk ex- it absolutely you know? could be yeah. it could be it could have been the, i didn't even um, think of that you know especially with steampunk you know with the goggles and right you know, and, yeah and that's the other thing it could have had nothing to do with kink but a person who saw it didn't who know didn't know yeah hole in the ground and they were like yeah. oh yeah this is kinky mm-hmm. i know i know but we still we don't get to know it could have been the, what's the plague doctor mask? Now, one would hope somebody would go, that's a plague doctor mask. Like the the, the long nosy thing and the. Oh, with the, like yeah, a yeah, beak? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you you should know that's a plague doctor. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I have so many questions. <laughs> so. <sighs> I have so yeah. many questions and I'll probably never, never get Never an know the answers, yeah. But if you happen to be in northern Michigan and this is sort of a semi or actual lo- local story and you ever mm-hmm. get the detail, I'm begging that you share. Even if it's dissatisfying. Even if it was like the most vanilla fucking thing and somebody went, oh, it's black. So yeah, it's definitely kinky or whatever. Just, I need the closure. I need the closure. (laughs) (sighs) I need to know. Because either it's going to be satisfying and be like, oh, now I have questions about what kind of kink and how how did somebody come into this and what were they doing with it? Or it's going to be dissatisfying and I was going to go, yeah, fucking media. They don't fucking know anything about kink. It could have been been a... uh, C and C scene gone wrong. 
You know, I know. They, they, I don't think we're involving guns, loaded guns, though. Well, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> seem, you know, seems safe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they were taking any risk uh, mitigation measures you know, in playing, that one. <laughs> playing robbers or something, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But that we started heavy. Yeah. We're ending on this one. You now have been edged and mind fucked with us. Yeah. None of us get to have the satisfaction of knowing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that was it for this week's episode. We will do a bonus section. Uh, we will continue being chaotic in the bonus section. Of course. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, are we good after all this uh Insanity and chaos? I don't think that's for me to say. Okay. (laughs) Keep it kinky, y'all. And we'll see you next week. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to the crickets, please? You really want to talk to the crickets? Do you have anything to say to the crickets? Or if once I give you permission to talk to the crickets, you're going to say, I ain't got nothing? I probably do. I can always find something. Okay. Well, in that case, go ahead and talk to the crickets. Thank you, Daddy. <laughs> um, I am loving what's happening in the live chat right? here on YouTube where people are just guessing what kind of mask yeah, it can be. Yeah, yeah. Um, so feel free to play mm-hmm, that game mm-hmm. if you like. Um, yeah, I... I don't know. That was fun. Um, bonus section stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about it more and keep talking about it. And some folks have heard us talk about it like ad nauseum. We will be on our break the last two weeks of December. Um, I think one of the last things we'll do will be our YouTube live stream. I believe that's the 15th. Um, if it's not exactly the 15th, it's the Friday closest to the 15th of December. Um, I think think we'll have a short video slash podcast episode go live the following Monday and then we'll be quiet for two weeks. Um, if you're uh, part of our Patreon community, uh, you can always DM us um, through different channels and we'll, it'll take me a hot minute, but you'll get an answer eventually. Um, but everything else will kind of shut down for a couple weeks where we get a much needed break. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um, we are going to be, I'm going to try to have the details for next week's episode. (laughs) We're going to be a vendor at a big party in Gainesville on December 30th. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll try and put more stuff out about that, um, with links and stuff. If you're in that area, can get to that area, want to go to that area. Mm -hmm. It's basically a spanking party. Am I understanding that correctly? Um, kink, a kink party. It's just yeah. a kink party. Okay, maybe yeah. I'm. I might be confusing it with another event we got invited to. Mm-hmm. That's a spank party. That's a different event. That, okay. That's a whole different okay. one. This is yeah. just a kink event. This is this is just a kink mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll have vendors. The um, they're they're going to have several vendors there. Actually, three that I know of, mm-hmm. and we're we're one of the three. Yep. So like, you can buy a toy and then go use the toy. Yep. 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 Um. And um, this this person, they they are people. 
they are uh, working towards organizing some events like this in, in okay. Gainesville, okay. Uh, which is really, really nice. A uh, lot, of, lot of things happening in, in the local community here, and I'm so happy to see. I know. You've you gotten know. your community mojo back. You're like, I would like to go out and be social. And I'm yeah. like, go forth. <laughs> go forth and have a good time without I, me. I, I am. <laughs> I, I, I kind of lost it for a while. Um my my headspace my my mental state has is getting better mm-hmm. doing much better and uh yeah i'm i'm once more venturing out into the into the world and and enjoying mm-hmm. these these events mm-hmm. yeah. yep you um the week my mom was in town last week and tuesday was a munch that for mm-hmm. a long time you went to like regularly and then for several months you didn't really go to at all or very infrequently and you're like, I really want to go to this munch. I know your mom's in town. I was like, no, 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 that's actually perfect. You go do your thing, and me and my mom and the kid will go do our yeah. thing, and then nobody that's, has to feel guilty. <laughs> and and that, and that's kind of what I was hoping for when I brought it up because you know I, I didn't know you were gonna if you were gonna bring the youngest or not, but I kind of figured you know give you and your mom some y'all time to sure. you know. Yeah, it worked out perfectly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, you're doing and you're doing a lot of things, and also our area outside of Gainesville has a thriving kink community. But Gainesville, which this should not come as a surprise to anybody, because college kids are adventurous and kinky people live everywhere. But Gainesville has like mm-hmm. a, a thriving kink community, from what I gather. Gainesville has has a quite a bit of kink community and, going and on up there. Very stuff diver- geared towards college kids. And a, then- a very a very diverse mm-hmm. kink community oh, yeah. in Gainesville. Uh, which is really nice to see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yes, they they have, um, you know, for, for younger, uh, my understanding, they have a very big, um, what they call the TNG, the next generation. generation mm-hmm. um, that would make sense. Which are, you know, from 18 to 30. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and that, that obviously is, is you know, <laughs> in a college town, you know. Yeah, yeah. that makes total yeah, sense That there. makes total, total sense there. Uh, um, if, if the kid figures out, I don't know if he is, and I haven't asked, and that's not a conversation yeah. we have, but if the kid figures out he's kinky and we cross paths at a kink event, <laughs> oh, gosh. that's going to probably oh, gosh. fuck with me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, you know, saying. and, and what's, what's nice to see, especially um, up there in Gainesville, which, which is kind of nice because it does cross over here with, with us in Ocala. Um, you know, they have, um, now, uh, a number of different munches Mm -hmm. that, that are going on. Mm -hmm. Um, and they are also doing, um, a lot of family friendly Mm-hmm. events yeah i see them come through notifications from fet life of like we're gonna do a game night we're gonna do a picnic yes. we're gonna do mm-hmm. a, and i'm like oh y'all go have a good time being social you know um uh, with it with it being the holidays i i saw today that they just posted they're going to do a uh, a, a cookie themed uh social you know and and that that's for everybody in the family um there's there's another group that that is um, you know dedicated a little bit more to health, um, and and they have been doing uh, monthly hikes mm. in in a lot of the uh, forests yep. and parks. I'm gonna stay around here in my house in my soft clothes mm-hmm. by my damn self. So you know, but y'all have a good time. And um, the other thing that that I'm really happy to see is um, um, Zenonis 
who we know in mm-hmm. the community, um, he has put together and been approved for a uh, Gainesville Mass Mast oh, okay. chapter. Which is, what does uh, Mass stand for? Uh, Master and Slaves Together. Yes, I always forget. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that the, the first uh, meeting of that will be coming up this month. Oh, wow. I'm which, certain which you're gonna, going. Yeah. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. You have a good time. <laughs> I, I will. <laughs> there will, I, I think if I can decompress a little bit over the break mm-hmm. and I can get my bearings with my business identity is slightly shifting. I'm not a freelancer right now slash anymore. Um, but also I don't like, uh, that means goals that we've had like are a lot more important than they were because I don't have <laughs> freelancing to fall back on. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to like shift and figure out myself and like get some energy, like re-energize, like just rest and huh. And I think that I will, I will never want to go do as much as you want to go do. I'm just not <laughs> wired that way. Yeah. But I think if I can like find my balance and my center again of like mm-hmm. who I am and what I do, I feel like I can give more energy because that thing being social requires a lot more energy for me. Like it's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's draining. It's immediately draining yeah. for a lot of different reasons, but I want to be there with you. Yeah. And I also want to go to places where we can like order a nice little appetizer and I can get a diet Coke. Now I will say this. Um, mm-hmm. And I know it, it, the, the date may seem a little funny, but on uh, the end of this month, there is uh, the Ocala munch coming up and it is at a location very close to us i know and it's why like i want to i want to like feel a little less drained because it make one it's a place i like to eat and two is like right down the road Mm -hmm. like it's easy to get there we could go together i know you're going no matter what but like yeah i don't want to i don't want to never do anything social with you (laughs) um i just i just don't i just don't have it yeah yeah. We are, uh, somebody reached out to us, um, speaking of events, and it was the one I was talking about, there's like a spanking theme to it, um, and asked us if we uh, might be willing to be a vendor at a, an event in Georgia where the whole thing is about spanking. And I'm like, I'm fucking here for that. Spanking con. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> what it's called, but that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I've still got to figure out the logistics of... Because being a vendor would be probably affordable. We could afford it. Yeah. It's a it's a long drive, but it's a drive's distance. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's like you have to be there for the whole like four days or if it's just a specific yeah. time frame. And the other logistic part is um, can somebody watch the teenager? Because if if the dates fall away or the time frame falls away, I think it does. Uh, one, I'm not going to leave him home by himself for two or three days overnight, no. like that's not an option. But one of those days needs to be, he needs to go to class, um, cause he's still in band even though he's he's homeschooling now. Um, and my mother is the best one suited that could watch mm-hmm. him for that. And um, so, but she's planning, that's in March, and she's planning on going to visit um, uh, extended family in the UK <laughs> in March. And so I'm waiting on her to finalize her travel plans. Cause she told me, I was telling her about this and she was like, well, if I, if we don't go to the UK during those dates, I'll, I'll come watch the kid, um, for you. So you can go. And I'm like, you, 
and I don't give her details. Like she understands mm-hmm. that we are an adult business and we do adult things, but we don't we don't do details. That's her boundary, and I'm fine with it. Please have that boundary. But I'm like, you would you would come travel here for like three or four days to like not really do anything with a teenager other than give him a ride and make sure he eats and probably spoil the fuck out of him so i could go sell paddles like i didn't say it like yeah. that but i was like and then i'm like because my yeah. mommy wants me to succeed and i love that mm-hmm. about her um mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so we that's way unofficial we have no yeah, idea if we can do it we, we we haven't you brought it up to me um, a couple of weeks ago. I yeah, because somebody slid into our kinkery DMs and I yeah. went, ooh, email me about this. And then I finally looked at the link and like clicked the right thing and got most of the information myself. Mm-hmm. I just need to reach out to the organizers and go, hey, we might want to do this, but yeah, help me understand the schedule. Need, need some more information. So yeah, you reach out. Um, that, um, I believe it's called GASP. Georgia Association something something spanking spanking something, Gorgon, something. Georgia Association of spanking something I think it's gas G A A S I don't know oh. or it's G A S S mm-hmm. I don't know somebody will know um so it's fine yeah. um so yeah way unofficial mm-hmm. um and it the timing works out perfect because for my mom to come watch the kid um. It has to be at times when her life in South Mississippi is like free. Like Mm -hmm. her and the evil stepdad uh, (laughs) grow, cut, and sell hay now. (laughs) I'm happy for them if they're happy doing it and it's working. Like I don't give a fuck, but it's, I think of my mother and who she was in my life for the first like 25 years of it before she married into this family. I'm like, Nope, never, never had that on my bingo card. Yeah. Okay, but it means that there are parts of the year that their whole life is consumed with: Are we growing it? Are we harvesting? Are we, like we can't go nowhere, right? And so March is like the month where they can both go do something. Later in the year, November, December, hunting season, <laughs> she'll travel all over the fucking place because yeah. evil stepdad's out hunting, and she does not. Um, but like this was like one of the few times. So. Can, will we be able to repeat something like this later in the year that's within driving distance for us? And but Probably not, but we might this time. My mm-hmm. backup, even though I have not talked to him yet, if my mom can't watch the, the youngest during that time frame, I think the oldest is on spring break and that will only work if he does not decide to go, you know, have a big spring break somewhere. And I could be like, hey, uh, if I give you money and like, the keys to the car could you come home for a couple days watch your brother watch the the dog and cats um but that would be dependent on him deciding not to do anything for spring break and he might not because he's he's a broke bitch but he might so i don't know but thank you taste you got a gasp the atlanta area spanking society okay Mm -hmm, So the um, the event that we'll be vending at the end of this month. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, is the naughty New Year's Eve? Naughty New Year's Eve. That's yep. right, because New Year's Eve is actually on a Sunday. So for kink parties, that would be the Saturday. Saturday before. before. So that's mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. So yeah, um, but we're trying. I mean, as as the youngest gets older and 
there will come a point where either he does not live here anymore or he's old enough and independent enough that we can go forth and like leave him mm-hmm. here. Um, he's not there yet. He's still, <laughs> he's still in middle school technically. Um, so we're, yeah. we're, um, but you know, day for- trips that we can drive to and have childcare for a day or two yeah. is what we're limited to. I mean, to. He, you know, yeah, definitely day things. Um, we've got him, showed him how to feed the fur babies. Yep. Yeah. And uh kinda had to to hover a little bit on that because Lola is very protective of her her food <laughs> cupboard. Not, not just anybody is allowed to go in there and right, right. root around in her dinner. When uh when when the oldest was started feeding her she was very confused and very protective of her food cover you're going to get this wrong and you're fucking with my food and i have to protect it but she's not reactive like she's not lunch she's not dangerous but you have to be you have to remind her who the fuck's boss right and um and she does well now you know with him Mm -hmm. um that's how we were able to go to orlando even though it's like we got home at 11 yeah the girls would never have survived that long to to wait that long for their dinner nobody could have survived that oh my god um (laughs) so yeah Uh, so yeah we're trying we're trying to do stuff we're just you know we like we tried to do that april event this year and just with everything could not pull it together could not pull it together too much going on and you know that's the that's the nature of it. Now, mm. this event, if we decide to do it, we're committing because the cost is is higher. You yeah. know, it's a it's an investment, mm-hmm. um, and likely when we'd have to we'll ha- we'd have to book a hotel, and right. most likely that it, I tend to get the best prices if we buy the non refundable. <laughs> we're on a budget, yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, it's an investment mm-hmm. we'd have to commit to it, but we we really are trying. Yeah. And and Eventually you know we'll as, travel. as 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 the the youngest gets older, you know, my hope we we can do um something like like FPE at some point. God, yeah, for it to you be know, in our own state and we never gotten to go. In in our, you know, when we when we lived in the Bay Area in we our own in our own town. We literally lived there. We we, we literally go. lived there. It was in our town, and we couldn't get there. I know. You know, know. at that point, the the kids were too young. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the child the childcare was not there for it. Yeah, yet. we just didn't have an option. So. Yeah. So you know, and um, Master Frostbite asked something earlier. Um, no, our intention is not to be restocking the shop while we are on break. <laughs> no, it's not our intention to do a restock, but yeah. I could still see, because we have to get ready for the December 30th event, which right. means we actually need to be restocking this week and next week. Right. <laughs> and we have we have a sale that starts on the 8th. Podcast listeners would have already heard about it because mm-hmm. of time travel. Live stream watchers, YouTube watchers watching on a Thursday, it doesn't matter for y'all because it hadn't started yet, but we also have a sale coming up. So right. we do love to uh, do this to ourselves, I yeah. think. So, you know, but um, we, we have a plan for restocking mm-hmm. and, and keeping things stocked. And so far we've been uh, doing pretty good. Yeah, we've got some things we got to work on, mm-hmm. but that's because we had a great Black Friday. Yeah. And but we um, we, b- between you and I, we're, we're doing better than we have in the past. Yes. Yeah. 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 So. So you know. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on as always. There is. Um. 
Yeah. Next week, give you a little sneak peek if you've made it this fucking far. I think you deserve <laughs> it. Our last episode before we go on break, we're doing a Reddit response one. I'm going to go see what I can find. If anybody comes across anything that you're like, oh, yeah, yeah that'll make somebody rant. Feel free to send it to me. Because, um, yeah, I was like, let's let's go out on a fun one. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be knowing us. It'll end up being longer because we tend to do that when we know we're not going to be around. Right. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't think I have anything else. Do you have anything mm, I else? I think that's that's about it. Okay. Can so, I come up with something else? Give me a of second. Course. We're not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get have time because everything was, we chaosed ourselves too close to the sun. Um, we didn't get time to eat lunch before we streamed and I'm hungry now. Yeah. So we're going to go. No, your, your order was not too much trouble. It just kind of fell in a weird for podcast listeners, Time. Uh, Andre Aston live chat about yeah. uh, his custom order. We're not currently doing custom orders during the holidays for anybody who's like, oh, you do custom orders? Yes. Come, talk to us in January. Right. Yeah. <laughs> After the first of the year, I'm, I'm happy to talk. We Right now, we are just, yeah. Mm-mm, we, we've got mm-mm. a lot going on. I have to do a massive candle restock. Yep. I'm looking at 240 candle containers right now. Mm-hmm. That I have to like the put other, some candles. The other in. day, I looked at the uh, the the stack of inlays you handed me, and I was just like, my jaw dropped. <laughs> so anyway, we're see how bad we are at leaving because yeah. we can find something. We're gonna mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Uh, thanks for being here with us, mm-hmm. especially to the bitter end. Um, thanks for joining us. Always happy to have you here. Uh, all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I I lost words right in the middle of that. Sorry, y'all. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll yep. have a live stream at the end of that. I think that's December 15th. I really think it is. I think I remembered that date. Um, so there's still time. It's not completely over just yet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're going to go. Yep. Okay. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.